Good afternoon, honoured guests. I'm pleased to welcome you today to the lovely Grey Eagle Event Centre located on the beautiful Satina Nation. Um, it's truly an honour for me to facilitate today's announcement. Uh, I'll be your host. My name is Quinn Jakes. I'm an inspector with the Satina Nation Police Service. At this time, I'd like to introduce you to um, Minister Tyler Shandro, who's going to make some uh, opening comments. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Quinn, for uh, for that. Uh, thank you for coming out today. Thank you to Chief Whitney and the Sutina Nation for uh, agreeing to host this announcement. And it is uh, an honor to be here today on traditional Sutina Nation land in the Treaty 7 territory and to be joined by so many important representatives from Indigenous communities across this province. I've uh, already mentioned Chief Whitney, but uh, there's also here with us today Grand Chief Duane Lubican um, of the, the Lesser Slave Lake Regional Council and Chief of the Drift Pile Cree Nation, Chief Roland Twin of Saw Ridge First Nation, Chief Roderick Willier of Sucker Creek First Nation, Chief Sidney Halcrow of Kapatwino uh, First Nation, Chair of the Lakeshore Regional Police Service, William Wadsworth, Lakeshore Regional Police Service Chief Dale Cox, the uh, Blood Tribe Police Service Chief Bryce Ironshirt, and Sutena Nation Police Chief Chief um, uh, Keith Blake. And to anyone that I, I might have missed, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today. Uh, we have always felt the, the more connected uh, law enforcement can be to its community, the better. We've been getting messages from many Indigenous and municipal communities in Alberta that would like to establish police services on, uh, of their own in their communities. However, before they can do this, they first need to make sure that it's the right approach to improving safety and security in their, their local community. They need to develop a business case outlining service needs, capital requirements, transition requirements, and all of the other details that such a complex move would entail. These professional evaluations, if they're done right, can be costly. And our government feels that these costs should not be a barrier for communities seeking to provide better law enforcement services. And that's why we're establishing a new grant which will offer up to $30,000 to Indigenous and municipal communities who want to explore different policing models and get the information that they need to choose the best path forward for them. We're also providing supplemental funding, which will allow the province's three existing independent Indigenous police bodies, the Blood Tribe, Sutena Nation, and Lakeshore Regional Police Services, to hire a combined total of 15 new officers. And this additional um, workforce capacity will ensure that these police services are better positioned than ever to meet the needs of their communities. After all, Responsive, engaged, well-funded policing is the right of everyone in our province. And with this grant money, we're helping every community in the province deliver on that right. So thank you very much. I'll now hand it back over to, uh, to Quinn for introducing our next guest. Thank you. Thank you, Minister. At this time, it's my privilege to uh, welcome to the stage... Chief Roy Whitney, one spot. Chief. 
Thank you, Quinn Ministers. Um, it's a pleasure to have you both amongst us today. And Minister Shandro, I appreciate the efforts that you have um, provided to First Nations that have police forces in Alberta uh, to assist in the additional officers. And I understand you had some challenges. Um, I'm not sure where Minister Shandro is. Um, in any event, I really, truly appreciate the efforts that you have put into this. Uh, chiefs, I'd like to um, welcome the chief from uh, the Grand Chief Lubican from the uh, Regional Council in Slave Lake, uh, Chief. Uh, Roderick Willier from Sucker Creek, Chief, and as well as Chief Sidney Halcrow. Sid, <laughs> it's been a while. And to the rest of you, welcome to our nation. I am um, really pleased to hear the announcement that's come forward today. And, you know, we've worked really hard in attempting to be as uh, a as professional as we can in developing not only a police force that will provide the services that are required within our First Nation, but also to assist in other services that are outside of our nation. And we have been recently taken over Redwood Meadows as part of our, our policing jurisdiction. Our police service, um, we're genuinely proud of all of our members we do have Sutton and members on our police force, which is, which is really um, important for our community. And I'd also like to, uh, you know, like say that having these two beautiful vehicles in here makes it much more meaningful. I'm sure Keith will have a story to say about that. But Sutina means a great number of people. We are descendants of the Athabascan-speaking people, which include the Navajo, the Apache to the south, the Dene and the Chippewa to the north, representing the Beaver people and a peace pipe that's broken, a broken arrow representing no more war and peace with all. So, Tina, we are in a, a unique position geographically, as I'm sure you all have noticed. The nation is... Uh, situated by the southwest portion of the city of Calgary and the city of Calgary's surrounding our borders both to the south and to the north. So the interaction between Calgary and Sotina is quite frequent. That geographical closeness creates many opportunities for us, but it also creates challenges, challenges for our young people. The... Uh, bad um, things that go on in Calgary are the, we, re, we receive the effects of, of the uh, drugs and alcohol that affect uh, some of our community members. And we're working closely with a number of e services to ensure that we have all of the uh, provided programs that will assist our young people in developing strength and wisdom within their minds. As we border the city of Calgary, we also have faced many, you know, spillovers. Policing historically has always, 
has somewhat been a challenge for us for, and for other First Nations. I don't need to tell you that the relationship between First Nations, Indigenous peoples, and policing authorities has had a checkered past. However, Sotena had a vision for policing, and I am proud to say I played a part in bringing that vision to reality. Our own police service, that, one that reflects our community and represents the values while ensuring the highest level of professional conduct. I know this is a tough time for police services across the province, Canada, and North America. From COVID to calls of defunding and ever-changing policies, I'm sure it's a very hard job. Policing is a core element what makes our society work. Government must first and foremost ensure public safety. That means ensuring that police services are funded adequately and consistently and I'll let Chief Blake speak to that impacts of that today. But I do want to personally thank Minister Shandro and Premier Kenny for their leadership on this file. You have put Albertans ahead of other jurisdictions. This is an announcement, and Albertans should be aware of this announcement. So again, I'd like to thank you and welcome you all to Sutin, and I'd like to thank our elder Bruce Starlight, who's, who's amongst us today, and um, our drummers will be showing up here shortly. Um, Minister, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Chief. At this time, I'd like to invite Grand Chief, Grand Chief Dwayne Labogan up to the podium to make some comments. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to thank the chiefs and also Chief Whitney for allowing us to come on his land. Welcome, everybody. I'm Grand Chief Dwayne Lubcan of the Lesser Slave Lake Regional Council and also the Chief of Driftball Cree Nation. I'll start off by thanking Minister Shando and Minister Wilson for being here today with us. I'll give a little history on the Lakeshore Regional Police. We've been in existence for over 14 years We've been running with 15 officers, well short of the minimum that is needed to cover the five First Nations. That is about 170 kilometers apart. We need about 30 officers to keep our nations covered 24 hours per day. Our goal is to bring in five officers per year for the next three years. That will include crime investigators and drug investigators. Approving that uh, we get more funding, that is. And that journey starts today with... Uh, today's announcement. With a large and ex ge expansive geographic region, it serves in north central Alberta, the Lakeshore Regional Police Services does not benefit from operational economies of scale. In serving the five First Nations communities, it is proud to serve further compound compounding this challenge. The Lakeshore Regional Police Services has long been underfunded by the federal government, our, our leading funding partner under the First Nations and Inuit policing program. While we have often been told by Canada that our concerns have been heard and understood, meaningful funding responses so urgently required to improve public safety in our communities. 
have not been forthcoming under the First Nations Indian police, policing program. Once again, this is not just a recent problem, but has persisted for years. We commend the Alberta government for its leadership and commitment today in doing what needs to be done, which should have already been done in providing additional funding support to our highly professional, culturally sensitive, culturally responsive Lakeshore Regional Police Service. This funding will do directly help support and improve our so urgently needed 24-7 policing and public safety services across the five Lesser Slave Lake First Nations. So with my closing comments, words and comfort and encouragement are always helpful, but actions speak louder than words, and the Alberta government's action today are greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Hi, hi. Thank you, Chief Labacan. At this time, I'd like to invite uh, William Wadsworth, Police Commission Chair of the Blood Tribe Police Commission, up to the lectern to make some comments. Okay, tick tock seat, Taki. Stogo Kiskadurka, Exuka, Pikito, Toksuga. I'd like to. Uh, uh, say thanks to Chief Roy Whitney on hosting this very important event. Chief Fox and Council, we have a Council member here. They send their regrets and uh, have sent me on behalf of their uh, on, on behalf of the Commission. Uh, on behalf of the Blood Tribe and the Blood Tribe Police Services, as well as Chief and Council, I'd like to formally thank Minister Chandro, Tyler Sandro for the funding contribution towards our Blood Tribe Police Services Department and the other departments. I would like to also say that this support is much needed as our communities are growing in numbers, but at the same time, as we grow in population, we are experiencing a growing amount of other issues, being drug use and um, other difficult situations. Nevertheless, we have a police service full of accomplished and seasoned group of men and women, some of which have been with our police service for 15 plus years or more. We have a number of our officers who are from the Blood Tribe and the officers have been engaging in community events and engagements that have been led by our new police uh, chief, Bryce Ironshirt, and we thank him for that engagement. Uh, this community engagement has been very well received and the many families in our nation are very proud of our Blood Tribe Police Services. That being said, we have an aging building. 1991 was uh, when our building was constructed. Uh, with this announcement, hopefully we continue with the further conversation regarding upgrading of our facility. Again, I'd like to thank Minister Shandro, and we're very much interested in carrying this conversation further in the coming years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, William. At this time, I'd like to introduce Chief of Police, Dale Cox, from the Lakeshore Regional Police Service. Chief. Tanse. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I want to, first of all, thank Chief Whitney for inviting us to Satina Nation for this great event today, and thank Minister Chandro and Wilson for being here and the announcement they've made today for us. This is a very 
important announcement. And if you want to look at history a little bit, this is the second time that Alberta has stepped forward in support of self-administered First Nation policing. The last time was under Minister Madhu, where they start, where the Police Act now recognizes self-administered police services in Alberta on an equal status and footing as all police services in Alberta. The announcement today now starts looking at the equity and fairness that needs to be in the funding agreements that are given to self-administered First Nations policing. We can no longer be able to properly protect our communities and properly protect our employees without announcements such as this. The systemic discrimination that's shown out there shows up numerous times in our funding agreements where uh, equal funding from the same source of funding for First Nation policing shows the RCMP receiving 14% more in funding than self-administered receive where we do exactly the same job. We've proven ourselves to be a real police service. That is done through independent audit carried out by the Solicitor General's office. And every one of our police services has been through numerous of those audits. And in every time, we have found to be found to be 100% compliant. And what that means is when we're looked at independently, we are found that the police service we are providing is what is expected of policing in the province of Alberta. So we've proven ourselves, and statements like such as made by day by Minister Shandro has recognized that. And this will go a long ways to extending the equity that is required for self-administered policing. Our policing agreements with Canada and Alberta right now, with Canada being our 52% partner, says things like, we are not allowed to have specialized sections. However, how do we deal with the challenges that there are on nations in areas such as drug trafficking, organized crime, if we're not funded or allowed to have sections to deal with that? So it's announcements like this today that starts moving us forward to equitable and fair policing so the service we provide not only to the First Nations we police, but also overall to the citizens of Alberta and Canada starts to bring us in line where we're at. Hi, hi. Thank you. Thank you, Chief Cox. At this time, I'd like to uh, invite up to the podium my boss, uh, Chief Keith Blake. Good afternoon, everyone. I want to welcome you all to the Sutuna Nation and to this beautiful facility here, the Grey Eagle Event Center. Firstly, I want to acknowledge the leadership in this room. Uh, chiefs, council members, commission members, uh, your continual support and advocacy for our services does not go unnoticed. Thank you for that support. It is truly appreciated. I'd also like to specifically thank our chief, Chief Whitney, for his unwavering support of our police service and his unparalleled support financially for our service and, and our community. And of course, the reason that we're all here today for this historic announcement. I want to thank Justice Minister Shandro. You met with us, the three First Nation Chiefs of Police, and listened to our concerns, our frustrations on the long 
standing inequities, the unfair and unjust restrictions that our services face that others do not. You listened and expressed your supportive concern along with us, but then what you did is you quickly changed that empathy for our service and moved it into action. You recognized these long-standing injustices required immediate and unique support, and that support couldn't wait until our co-partners in, in the funding model, the federal government, was there to support. And you and your government took an independent route and made this historic initiative. You are truly to be commended on your leadership and supporting our three First Nations services in a path towards fairness and equity. And on behalf of all the men and women on the stage here today, as well as those that can't be here today, we want to thank you for your leadership. See us, Gus. Thank you, Chief. Before I introduce our next guest, I just wanted to take a moment to recognize the amazing men and women behind me from our self-administered police services uh, in Alberta. Uh, these men and women are on patrol, serving our communities 24-7. And for today's announcement, many of them came in on their time off to share in this uh, significant announcement. So thank you very much. Our next guest, um, I'd like to bring him up, is Minister Rick, Rick Wilson to say a few words. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you, Chief Whitney, for allowing us to be on your, your traditional land. It's, it's such an honor to be here with you. And thank you to all the other chiefs. Uh, I've got to know most of you, and it's, uh, it's always an honor to be in the same room with you. And it's uh, on a day like today, you know, we talk about reconciliation, and uh, the chief just talked about uh, action. And that's what I like to talk about, reconciliation. And that's what this is all about, is taking, taking action and working together. And I really have to thank Minister Shandro. He's always been a leader when it comes to working with Indigenous communities, whether he was health minister and making sure that uh, all the communities were looked after and now in, in justice and policing. So thank you, Minister Shandro, for all that you've done as well. Uh, like I say, it's, it's been a great honor. And we do a lot of work cross-ministry. I do, uh, you see, I wear the pin for the missing murdered Indigenous women. And so now this ha gives us an opportunity to work even closer with, with some of the programs we've got there. So I really want to thank everybody for working together and, and bringing this all off today. It's, it's such a great honor. And I think I get to introduce the, the drummers now. So if you would like to come forward, we're, we're going to get our, our drumming and singing. So, so thank you, everybody, for allowing us to be here today. And uh, it's been my honor. Thank you, Minister. At this time, I'd like to introduce our drummers. Tyson, Graham, and Jesse. Yes. Gentlemen. <clears throat> song we're about to sing is going to be, uh, we call it the closing song. It gives you your prayers, safe travels home, wherever you guys are going.
Tsioskas, gentlemen, once again, fantastic. Thank you all very much for attending today. It's my, been my distinct pleasure to facilitate this afternoon's announcement. And with that, I'd like to close the event. Thank you so much for attending.